Uh, hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors, wherever you are in the world. I do hope you're having a good day. Uh, welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Uh, this is episode ooh, 77. Uh, today, I had on the podcast uh, Sheena Yap Cham. Uh, she is a podcaster. Uh, she is a veteran of 800 episodes of her podcast, uh, The Tower of Self-Confidence. We talked about uh, many things. Uh, She basically, with her podcast, she helps uh, ladies in the Asian community uh, find their voice and find their confidence. So we spoke about many different subject matters and topics, and I've got to say, a very inspirational young lady. And yeah, I will look forward to having her on the podcast again. So please sit back, enjoy the show. And yeah, if you have a moment, please subscribe and have an excellent day. Peace. Hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Ooh, this today, oh, it is episode 77, uh, where I have the immense pleasure of, <clears throat> let me clear my throat so I get this all right and correct. I have Sheena Yap Chan uh, on the podcast today. Uh, she is, uh, ooh, she does a number of things. She is a public speaker, writer, uh, self-confidence coach, and consultant, and she is a podcast host of uh, The Tower of Self-Confidence. My God, have I missed anything, or is there anything else she does? Please, Gina, how are you today? Hi, Miwa. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's a nice day in Canada, sunny, it's summer, so we're trying to make, we're trying to get as much good weather as we can before the cold comes. <laughs> <laughs> Before the cold comes, yes. I, I've seen pictures of, like, how can I say, is it super cold rain in Canada where it just hits things and it just freezes instantly? Oh, that's hail. Yeah, it's like these big chunks of ice and it just like, it, yeah, it can get really bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, I, yeah, you know what? In some respects, with the temperature the way it is in the UK, that might be a welcome relief for some people over here. But right now, it's summertime and I'm loving it. Yeah. May I ask? Uh, yeah. Um, you do quite a lot of things. And like, yeah, you have, uh, let's just say you've had one or two podcast episodes uploaded. What number are you currently on? Well, I... So I'm taking a season break right now. So I just finished 800 episodes. Um, in about a month, I'll be starting a new season. But I am going to lessen the number of episodes because I've done so much. And I mean, there's a reason as to why I've done so much. So like my podcast is called The Tower of Self-Confidence. And that's where I, I interview Asian women into their journey to self-confidence because first and foremost, as Asian women, we're very underrepresented. And I also wanted to create a support system where, you know, Asian women can go and listen to stories of other Asian women who have, you know, been through their own challenges and able, able to overcome them. Because, you know, we, we need to see someone kind of like us that kind of looks like us, has similarities to realize like what's possible in ourselves. And another reason was also to create a stronger representation of Asian women because the little representation that we do have there 
is the wrong kind. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, society sees us as quiet and submissive, that we just follow instructions, never make any noise. We're usually in the background. And, you know, society also doesn't see us in leadership roles, which is really sad. So, you know, it's 2020 and it's still the same things, right? And we need to, you know, change that narrative and see, have people see Asian women as strong, powerful beings. I see. And like with the podcast, uh, how would you say that, like, how would you say the narrative has been addressed now? Well, you know, I think a lot of people are afraid to show vulnerability, especially as an Asian woman, right? We're told never to talk about our problems. We always avoid them. And, you know, in the, in the, in the, you know, the women who I interview, they always share what they've been through, whether it's abuse, bankruptcy, um, you know, just, self, you know, self-doubts, you know, not being able to make decisions. Um, you know, sometimes when we're on our journey alone, we just feel like we're the only ones going through what we're going through. But really, there's a lot of women out there going through similar things. And when they can hear that, you know, I'm not the only one going through this, and she was able to get out of it, then they have that hope, not hope, but they can, they have that knowing that, you know, whatever they're going through right now, they can overcome it, they can get through it because they've seen someone else do it. So it's really important to share these stories because especially now with COVID, um, you know, we're all stuck at home and our mental health really can um, mess with us, right? It, it's when you're stuck at home, like it really messes with us. I mean, I've been, I'm guilty, you know, it's happened to me too, right? Like it's just, we need to have an outlet or a support system or something that we can tune in to work on our mindset because it's really important. Like you mentioned, day in and day out, you know, self-confidence is a journey that we work on every single day because we have new challenges, new, um, new setbacks, you know, new roadblocks. And we have to learn to like, just how do we keep getting back up every time we fall? So it's really um, a big change. You know, I have women who message me telling me how it's helped them either create their own careers or even do something as attending a Toastmasters uh, speaking session, right? Because public speaking is like the most um, scariest thing to do mm. other than putting yourself on video. <laughs> <laughs> it's like other than putting yourself in video well um and basically yeah doing 800 uh podcast episodes wow i've got to say i i stand in awe of that and like this is the thing and what i've got to say yeah it's quite commendable that you're actually building up a community a group where ladies can actually interact uh like to sort of get that message out there that okay yeah you can step up, you can step out in the light and you can be something much more. Or like if you have, if you are doing something in a key leadership role that you are actually visible because I would say there are many a person who do, like this could be in Asian community, black community who are in key leadership roles, but um, they are not seen because they're either the, the company they work for is not high profile or it's just a case of, yeah, nothing like no one really talks about them um how like apart from the sort of podcast like with regards to getting that sort of conversation going you mentioned toastmasters and i would imagine is there other sort of means you've been doing that as well oh no it wasn't me it was actually a person who who a listener who decided to take the courage to take a toastmasters class because she was listening to the episodes ah so yeah and that um, because she was able to take the Toastmasters um, classes, she also got like a badge because I guess they get certain badges if you like 
or they have certain contests that they do. Mm. Um, so it was just for her, like it was a g- big milestone because she went from like being really scared to like go after it to actually doing it and actually achieving something out of it, like producing a great, great result. And I think with people, a lot of people have this misconception of confidence is like you have to be overly confident to like do things. Really, you're not. Like you can be scared as hell and just push through it. A lot of us are really scared into doing things, but we, we have to learn to like, you know, get that, take that fear and just put it into action anyway, right? Or maybe we're nervous. Maybe we have this, we stutter a lot. Like maybe you're in your first video, like you're not as great as a speaker as your 100th video. And that's okay because, you know, they have that saying, every master was once a disaster. <laughs> and it's so true. We have to start somewhere. We, we have to learn to like embrace, you know, being, you know, embrace to be sucked to like being um, crappy at something or embrace the suck, right? Because we're going to suck at first when we start something new. Um, especially when it's like doing videos, public speaking. I mean, like, you know, you're going to stutter a little bit. You're going to have your nerves that will get to you, but you just have to keep going and people will see that, right? They'll appreciate it. And, you know, it's just all part of the process. Even like the biggest stars in the world still have fear. They still face that nervousness, but instead of stopping them from doing it, they, they build themselves up to go out there and do it. Mm. Yeah, like this is the thing. Every, everyone who goes on rabbits on about, oh, they're an overnight success. They don't no. actually see the like <laughs> what leaks ben- like what is below the surface of the amount of times they've actually have failed time and time again. Like the amount of times they've been rejected, and then basically they've polished, honed their like craft, their skill, their talent to this sort of point of excellence. And when that has come through. Everyone's like, oh, you're amazing. Ah, where did you come from? I No, I've always been here. I've been here for the last 10 years, grafting hard, but you didn't see that or you weren't there to sort of pay attention. But yeah, but this is the thing, like you've done, like you've been doing this for the last, is it four years with regards to that? Uh, almost, almost five years now. <laughs> five years. But that is an impressive work rate because look, don't get me wrong. Like I'll go, I can. I I thought I was doing well when I was like, yeah, seventy five. Then I looked at your episode count. I was like, eight hundred, and I was like, oh my god, eight hundred. Like that is, like yeah. What has sort of put that sort of work rate into you? For me, it's just the message that I have. Right, like I have like this mission that is so big that you know it needs to be put out there and it was really hard for me to find a platform to to speak my message because like I didn't really know what I wanted right like when I first started podcasting I didn't even know what a podcast was (laughs) you know when I started looking into it I was like this makes a lot of sense because we live in a world where like you know we're all ADD like we watch something then we see something on YouTube then someone tweets something and you see a, a perfectly curated photo on Instagram so we needed some so I, I like podcasting because like you can download an episode and listen to it while you're still doing all those things or when you're busy at work or you're stuck in traffic well maybe now not a lot of people are stuck in traffic but you know you're at home working <laughs> you know um, maybe you want to go out for a jog and you need something like this little boost to just ins- like this boost of inspiration to get you going through the day so podcasting was a great platform for me to use and you know I don't have to show my face like it's just my voice 
and it's still very powerful. People will get to know, like, and trust you because of your voice, right? And I love podcasting because it's the greatest form of self-expression. You know, you get to be who you really are. You get to talk about what you want to do. You get to talk about what you're going through and people can resonate with that. And I think people sometimes don't realize how powerful podcasting is. I mean, I was reading like an article on Apple, Apple podcast. There's only like not even a million, like a million shows listed, which is crazy. It's 2020 and there's still like under a million podcast shows that are listed or something like that. Uh, it's not a big number. <laughs> yeah, no. Last time I checked the number, it was something like 900,000 podcasts. Yeah, yeah, out there. something like that. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, with that, I, it's a medium which is, how can I say, it's still kind of underrated because if you kind of look at, say, blogs, there's something like 600 million sort of blogs out there. If you look at YouTube, I think there's, I can't remember exactly, but I think it's, up there with around about the same number of blogs, maybe less, maybe more. Can't I can't remember the exact number, but um, I would agree with you with the medium of podcast. The one thing which is really good because you can have it short or a long format, like you get the opportunity to have a proper decent conversation. So where you can actually hammer out, well, you can basically bring both sides of a discussion like clearly, uh, rather than sort of like have this sort of three minute segment where it's just chucked out there and you're just like, okay, <laughs> I've just given you what I want. Like you asked me for three minutes, this is what you got for three minutes. And it's like, so what do you mean by that? I only had three minutes to just say what you wanted me to say, where with a podcast, you can actually go, right, this is the situation. This is what I believe. And this is how I think we can resolve some of these situations. Like, this scenario. Yeah, totally. Um, totally agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, um, like I've noticed that you don't actually do a video portion of your podcast. It's just purely the audio. Uh, is yeah, they're purely audio. <laughs> was there any particular reason for that? Yeah, because I don't know how to edit video. So <laughs> I mean, I do have a YouTube channel um where it has like my podcast cover and the audio so mm. like it is on youtube but it's just not me talking to someone the video is not me talking to someone else it's literally just my interview okay. with it um just for me because the main point of having this podcast is for people to listen to it when they're busy so mm. no one's gonna like no one can watch a video while they're driving or you know if they're trying to watch a video while jogging they're gonna like run into a tree so <laughs> at least audio it's like they, they can still pay attention while listening to something worthwhile uh, yeah no trust me i have seen some people where it seems like they've been doing that i was like you okay it's okay i'm just watching the video it's okay it's okay <laughs> so with this uh, was that sort of your gateway into sort of public speaking yeah, and, you know, it took me a while because, you know, as a woman, especially as an Asian woman, like, you know, we still feel like we're not good enough, we're not worthy, and that's because of years of how we're brought up, and it's funny, right, because I have a podcast about self-confidence, and here's me, not that confident, <laughs> but, 
you know, I have to remember, I'm also human. I'm not a robot where I'm always confident 100% of the time. Yeah. There'll be days where I'm 110% confident and there are days where I'm like negative 110% confident. It's a wave, right? It's not linear. It's not going to always keep going up. There's days it's going to be down. There's days where you just want to hide from the world. And I had to realize like if I really want that change, I have to go out there and do it right? Like I have to be that change. I have to be the, the one who's going to put my face out there, even though it's scary, even though people might criticize me because like, that's all part of the process. And so like, you know, it's just recently that I started like, you know, applying for positions and I don't always get them. Of course, you know, rejection is always part of the process, but it's okay. Um, we got to start somewhere. And I think people don't realize, like, even if you get rejected, just be proud that you went out there, took action and produced a result. And then that result can help you either course correct or, you know, you can ask for feedback, what you did wrong and correct it along the way. So you can get, you know, the next position or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think people don't really talk about like the ugly <laughs> portion of like self confidence and putting yourself out there because it sucks right no one wants to hear that but we need to talk about it so that other people can feel okay and be like this is part of the process failing is part of the process getting no's is part of the process uh getting scared is part of the process you know making a hundred mistakes is part of the process and the more we can like share those and be like it's all okay because it's part of like your journey then we'll keep doing it i mean yeah of course we're going to be sad about things there's days where i'm like you know i'll have like four hours of depression because i got like a hundred no's but then i pick myself back up and go again but it's okay to feel that way because we have to learn to feel the way we feel and kind of release it to have like new emotions come in mm, no like this is the thing i do agree like with regards to like I think some people in the world today forget the old saying of get knocked down seven, get up eight at times. So it's like one of those things, like you can't, like there's such a pursuit of perfection that you're not allowed to make that mistake. It's just like, you've got to be perfect the first time around. And life is not like that. Like if everything was perfect in this world, yeah, we'll be living in a variable paradise where it's like, yeah, I can throw a dart from here where I'm sitting into like a, like a pub down the street and hit a bullseye all the time. It doesn't work like that. It never works like that. But people just get so caught up with like, I can't make a mistake. I, I can't screw up. And with like some, I wouldn't say, I would say sometimes it can be sort of um, compounded by sort of people looking at social media and go, they're so perfect. They're like, I've got to be like that but they just don't see the mistakes or people don't try putting out the mistakes because they don't want to be seen as imperfect themselves. Yeah. And you know, people don't realize like those photos on like Instagram, they're like filtered, they're edited to a T. They don't like, just because it looks picture perfect on the outside, they don't know what goes behind closed doors. They don't know what they're going through. I'm not saying every person has bad things going going bad behind closed doors but like there are a lot of people who have picture perfect families and then you know in the background like the husband is a serial cheater or he beats on his wife but nobody talks about that because all they see is that picture perfect you know family or picture perfect life not realizing like and especially like in 
um, Asian communities, right? Like it's, it's, it's prevalent. It's just nobody talks about it. And so we have to realize just because something looks perfect on the outside doesn't mean it's perfect on the inside, right? And no. I know sometimes we need to start showing more imperfections to bring awareness and help others realize like it's okay to be not perfect. Um, it's okay if we don't have that picture perfect life, right? We can work towards a better life. We can learn to work towards a better, you know, us or who we, whatever it is that we want to do. Um, you know, I, I just, I think, yeah, social media sometimes does have that effect, especially mentally, right? Like we see someone who has the perfect abs and it's like, why can't I get that? But nobody realizes like that's edited, right? I'm not saying all of them are edited, but there are some that are edited. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like, mm, not going to touch that one with a 10-foot barge. But yeah, not all, of course, there's some that do work, work hard for their body, but there are some like, you know, it's not, it looks like they have the pip, perfect figure eight but really it's airbrushed to a t and even magazines and billboards are the same you know you see pictures of models that are airbrushed to a t and they don't realize that like because we just see what we what people want us to see mm, no true like this is the thing when you say magazines and billboards that like, they've been doing that since the dawn of time <laughs> airbrushed hair and like photoshopped hair yeah like, you know what i mean that what you see on a billboard what you see in the magazines never true never true i remember like many moons ago when i was working in the gap like my manager she said her husband did all the touching up for sort of like photos magazines and stuff like this and she was like I, my god like i've seen some of these pictures beforehand and i could be a model i was like I, you know when you kind of like hear that and you're like this is before you like photoshop was many moons ago before photoshop was literally everywhere it was just like i heard her say that i was like yeah sure 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 then about three years later when like photoshop basically became something just a word in the english language you were like going, oh my god you can do so much with photoshop so much but yeah yeah um yeah so like this is the thing like with that i think the, like, the problem I would say many a community has is they don't actually have the conversations what needs to be had. It's as you said, you see the perfect picture, but like the whole thing is like because people are trying to hold on to that perfection, but like they don't have, like, and I would say maybe it's a case of it's the 21st century sort of like disease of having to work all like every hour to just like keep your head above water but it just feels like there's a lot of people who don't have the actual time to really sort of talk out their problems to sort of like go okay yeah this is what's going on i'm not feeling confident with regards to what my relationship how things are going with like with family members like yeah someone help but you don't really sort of get that and with what you're doing like how, like this must be a sort of a common trait or am I wrong about that? Well, you know, especially like growing up in an Asian like household and having like a lot of Asian relatives, like a lot of us, you know, there's so many things we're not allowed to do. There's so many taboos. There's so many things. If we do something, it's shameful. So that's why there's so many, that's why we're so underrepresented. It's like everything we do is like considered shameful. If, if you promote yourself out there, if you have a business, it's shameful. If you ask for sale, it's shameful. If you talk about a certain topic, it's shameful. Um, you know, even as something as like periods, which women have, and I'm sorry if I, 
I know you're a dude, but like uh, that's still considered ta- a taboo, but it's part of, you know, a woman's anatomy and, you know, like that's something that needs to be talked about. But there's so many things that are considered taboos that, you know, we just don't talk about it. Even like seeking help for mental health issues mm-hmm. is considered shameful. But I don't think it's shameful because if you need that help, you should go and seek it, right? If you need to talk to a professional help professional, then why not, right? There's nothing wrong with it. If it helps you get better, then why not? But because it's considered shameful, they either hide the problem or they try to avoid it thinking it will go away, but it won't because this is something that's, you know, lifelong, right? I mean, we all deal with a form of mental health issue, right? I'm saying not everyone has like, uh, like the levels are different between depending on each person, but we've all gone through some type of mental health issue one way or the other. Um, And, you know, the one thing was no one was allowed to talk about it because, you know, people are afraid of, you know, keeping up with the appearances, maybe shaming families, the family name, things like that. And we have to learn to like sometimes not think about that and focus on ourselves, focus on getting better and focus being the person that we want to be. And that means seeking help to whatever issues that we have mm-hmm. so like like i'm just i'm quite amazed that it like it's shameful to sort of like so many sort of things to booze which sort of go run deep in like with regards to the asian community promoting the business like like basically and i'm not saying it's taboo but well, like you I, know they see it as shameful if a woman does versus a man <laughs> Okay, so basically, yeah. for a lady to do these things, it's therefore it's shameful slash to do. Yeah, be, because there's like a certain, because they see women do certain things, right? Like, mm. you know, women are seen differently. It's like, it's impolite to ask for, you know, to promote yourself, or it's impolite to do certain things, like, versus a man. It's okay for a man to go out there and promote who they are and promote their business and pr- yeah. promote, like, um, their product or service. But for women, it's like, that's not how a woman's supposed to act. You're supposed to be quiet, stay in the background, never make any noise. What you're doing is not ladylike, but <laughs> like really who came up with the term ladylike? What it, who said what is considered ladylike or not? <laughs> <laughs> so in, like some poor chap most probably regretting he said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so like this is the thing, like, okay, it's the 21st century now and like sort of like, things, aspects, and lots of things should have been changing, well, over the course of time, because look, don't get me wrong, like, um, yeah, I say it's the 21st century now, even in the 20th century, like, just things were changing then, and like, it's going, like, it's surely it's down, people can see it, it's more, got to be more proactive through each community, rather than sort of like, uh, holding on to sort of this sort of old world aspect. Um, how have you kind of found that? Has it been a sort of uphill slog or what? Oh yeah, everything's a challenge, right? I mean, but we have to start somewhere. Mm. I think one, I think with people think that in order to create change, we, make, we have to make these big leaps, but really it's, you know, starting small right? Starting small. Like when I first started my podcast, I didn't start with 800 episodes. I started with like three <laughs> and then I kept adding it along the way 
until it reached 800 episodes, right? I mean, I didn't start with 800 episodes because like, who's going to do 800 episodes at once? But, you know, you just got to start with one, you can start with three, and then you gradually build it, right? Mm. Um, and yeah, sometimes that journey is challenging, right? Especially in the world of podcasting, when you're asking people to be interviewed, not everyone says yes. Sometimes people don't show up. Sometimes you get discouraged. Sometimes you want to give up. But this is why having a huge, a clear message is really important because, you know, this is not only about you. This is something that can, that's bigger than you. And I think that's where the confidence comes to because you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it to create a positive impact and, you know, create a, a better world for like our next generation i want a little asian girl to you know see this podcast and realize wow i can be a singer i can be a businesswoman i can fly plane without legs oh without without arms sorry because i interviewed a an armless pilot what sorry no worries um but like you know an asian woman is not just a quiet and submissive person we are all different in our own ways but we are still strong as like together <laughs> yeah like a like an armless pilot that must be fascinating like commercial pilot military pilot uh what type of pilot um not sure i'm sure Kramer. uh i don't know really i know she flies she has a license for it like she's considered the first armless pilot <laughs> no no that's impressive wow there it may. Yeah. But, but like, this is the thing. Like, yeah, the way I see it, and like, just sort of taking a cursory look over how the people you've interviewed, like, when, like, when I see someone from NASA come up, that, like, you know what I mean? That is a huge leap, like, huge leap right there. Um, I can't remember if she was an engineer or head of something. My apologies. You, you That's okay. Me. Yeah. Uh, what was her position? Oh, my gosh. You know, after doing 800 episodes, it's really hard to remember each person's stuff. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, I totally understand. I totally understand. I go. But I think she was like an astronautpreneur or something. I'm not sure. I could be wrong, too. But, yeah, she did work for NASA. But, like, you know, she didn't get to NASA overnight, right? Like, she had to do the work. Mm. She started maybe researching how to get there, applying to school, doing, getting the education, putting in the work. And, you know, sometimes people don't realize, like, you have to put in the work, right? And I think it's also, like, um, glamorizing overnight success, right? We feel like, oh, overnight they just showed up. Really, they didn't. They've been doing this for 10 years in the back, and you just never knew about it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, this is the thing. Yeah, with, like, this is, like, with the overnight success bit, I think people, like, sort of just expect it just to happen there and then. It's like... Like the amount of people that, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. Is that okay? How's it going? Uh, no one's watching my stuff. Uh, I'm going to quit. How long have you been doing it for? Three months? Yeah, it's like you go, you can't really say, you can't like, come on. You can't get anything substantially done in three months. Like, what about that person? Yeah, don't get me wrong. Sometimes there is an outlier. but Yeah, for sure. It doesn't normally happen like that. Oh, like you go, yeah, point to anyone. Like if you point it to some, like someone huge in podcasting, like uh, Tim Ferriss um, or Joe Rogan, like Joe Rogan's been in the realm of entertainment and interviewing people 
since the the 90s <laughs> you know what i mean and tim ferris has been basically like was podcasting and he like pretty much like how you did it was like okay and away i go uh like was it 10 15 years ago yeah 15 years ago most probably and he's like killing it there but people just don't want to do the work i think uh i might be wrong about that and like that don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to overly generalize it, but there's a large percentage of people who don't want to put in the hard work, don't want to put in the graft. They want the results, but they don't want to do the work. I, I don't know if you found that yourself. Yeah, no, totally. And, you know, I, I mean, I was guilty of that too, right? Like, I had to understand that, like, overnight success isn't really overnight success. Mm. It's 10, 20 years of hard work. Like, let's pick someone who's recently just got really famous, like Lizzo, right? Yeah. Um, she's a huge, you know, artist. You know, she's gotten, she got into movies. She's, she had so many concerts before the pandemic. But, you know, she shared how she got there. Sometimes she had to sing for beer. She didn't sing for money. Like, for like 10 years, it was like she was putting in the work sometimes not even for money just to get herself out there and you know she was like she didn't have money in the bank back then sorry mm. there's like a bug <laughs> in front of my microphone but you know like her sharing that is really appreciate like i appreciate her for sharing that because a lot of people think she just came out of nowhere no she's been putting in the work day in day out right um sometimes not even for money sometimes just to get a beer right because that's all she could get that time right and so like when you hear stories like that it's great because it makes us realize like no it's not overnight you have to put in the work and I'm not saying it's going to take you 10 years it all depends on how bad you want it what your situation is because we're all different right we're all made differently we all have different talents we all have different you know skills that we can put out there and we just have to really stop comparing ourselves to others because I think as humans we're we're all good at that (laughs) Um, and just focus on our own lane just focus on our own lane like another great example um, you know the guy who created tofurkey which is like the vegan based turkey it's plant-based turkey. It's basically plant-based turkey. <laughs> but <Yeah>. for like, <laughs> it's like I'm. Like, I won't lie. I would like when you say vegan bait. I'll be like, that's where part of my brain goes. No, <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it's it's like, not, I'm not. I'm not pimping their product. I'm just. It's more of the storyline, right? Yeah. Um, I read an article for like the first or the first ten or fifteen years. They only generated like thirty thousand dollars in revenue, mm. right? And most people would quit after that. But because, like, he had a really huge vision um, or message, which is, like, you know, conserving animals, eating, being plant-based. Like, now it's, like, a multi-million company, dollar company, right? Like, you you see it everywhere in in grocery stores and with the trend of, like, plant-based lifestyle has gone up. So, like, his sales has gone up, too, because of that. But if he didn't put in the work 10 or 15 years before, he wouldn't be where he is today. Mm. No, no, absolutely. And like, this is the thing. Like, I wish more people could like get the sort of whole story of the whole, like the journey. Not like just like, yeah, just like, ah, oh, yeah, no. Give me the whole journey so I can see. Yeah. Like, so it's like, yeah, I can see when you've been triumphant, when you've been like, when you've been low and the losses have been there. What, like, what was the thing what sort of like, okay, 
everything in the world was telling you to stop. Everything in the world seemed to be going against you. And then what was that thing what made you claw your way back up and still continue? I would love to see that more. But, you know what I mean? Um, you, don't, you don't get to see it as much as you want to. And, you know, when you do yeah. hear that story, you're like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think people, a lot of people also glamorizes entrepreneurship, right? We see people with the fancy houses mm. and, you know, the fancy cars and the exotic trips. And yes, you know, those are benefits when you start making money, but nobody talks about the grind, right? The grind behind it, the, how they started, what they went through. Like, you know, entrepreneurship isn't a nine to five job. It's a 24 hour and a day job in the beginning when you're not, when you have no clue what you're doing, you're going to have losses. You're going to fail a lot. You're going to cry, ugly cry. <laughs> you're going to go through level, you know, levels of depression when you get a thousand no's. Like yeah. nobody talks about like, you know, that's like the ugly, like nobody talks about the ugly side of it because yeah, they all have their pros and cons. And obviously you know, it's worth the ride because you're working for yourself. But there yeah. are ugly sides to working for yourself, right? Like, yeah, sometimes you don't have the capital. Sometimes, you know, you're going to get a lot of rejection. You're going to suck at learning how to create a pitch. You're going to suck at promoting yourself because it's something that no one's used to, right? Like, it's hard for some people to, like, make, like, kind of, like, bring themselves up, right? Because especially when you're brought up, um, being told never to make any noise, stay in your shell and just do as you're told. Like that's a big thing to unlearn, right? Like to go out there and be like, Hey, I have this product and I think this will benefit you. Like that's hard for people. And, you know, we have to understand like, maybe I have some things I need to unlearn, right? Because of my upbringing, like a lot of our stuff comes from the way we were brought up, the traumatic uh, in, like incidents we have, but we also have to learn to like, see things in a different way good or bad we have to realize like we can always learn something from it mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> no like this is the thing you got raised some valid points one of the things like you didn't like you didn't mention it but when like entrepreneurs like they like with regards to you hear the upside but the one thing you don't really like hear a lot of is sometimes the solitude of that because you're in, you're in this foxhole and if you're doing the solo entrepreneur thing, you don't have like that sort of band of brothers and sisters around you to sort of like, uh, okay, we're gonna, go, like, we're gonna go out of this trench and we're gonna take that ridge. You don't have that. It's a case of sometimes it'll be a case of like, okay, I'm here and it, like, the, the bullets are flying, the bombs are coming, and who do I turn to for that support or help? It sometimes that solitude can be can weigh deep on people at times. Yeah, I mean, we all go through it, right? Sometimes we just feel like we're all alone. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Like this is the thing. One, like you've done eight hundred podcasts, right? And they're like people go, "Oh, you've done eight hundred podcasts," like you must be making bank right now. What is the reality of your sort of situation after 800 podcasts? Um, really, to be honest, you know, I've been like doing, I've been, you know, finding ways to monetize it, but like 
for me, really, it was just more of a passion project. And, you know, part of me delayed it because, like I said, I never thought I was good enough, right? I thought, you know, no one's going to listen to me. Who am I to, like, you know, have people come and listen to me about what I'm talking about or even buy stuff from me? Mm. And so I had to really get out of that um, thinking, right? even though I had all these like amazing women I interviewed and I've done 800 podcasts, I still thought I was never good enough. And a lot of people feel like that (laughs) because, because you know, the way we were brought up and like we're all as Asians, we're really good at comparing ourselves to people. Right. (laughs) Because like, we just always, yeah, we just always feel like we're not worthy to go out there and go after the things that we want. So you know, that's something I realized, like, I'm the only one that's holding myself back. And I have to go out there and do it. Even if I make mistakes, even if I fail, I have to be the one because there's no one else doing it at the moment. And, you know, all it takes is just one person to go out there and do it. So yeah, you know, at first, like, I just, I never did anything because I was too scared. <laughs> Look, wow. Like, this is the thing. All I've got to simply say is, yeah, you are worthy because, look, 800 800 human beings have like come along 800 ladies like have come along and been like went yes i'll be happy to be in- interviewed by you like armless like pilots to like yeah nasa engineers no doubt and then yeah and a gaggle of a number of asian like ladies who are entrepreneurs like trying to make their way in this world but like yeah so look come on you are worthy and look uh, there are people out there who have done maybe 10 podcasts like like simply say yeah i'm i'm the best thing since sliced bread you've you've done 10 podcasts buddy back up <laughs> but yeah come on yeah can you hear me oh yeah i can hear you sorry kind of went away <laughs> no worries no worries but do you understand where i'm coming from when i say that oh yeah yeah, yeah. and you know that's something i was dealing with right especially as a woman, it's really, I think as women, we're really, uh, we, we're really hard on ourselves, right? We always think the worst of ourselves, not the worst, maybe like, yeah, maybe the worst, maybe, yeah. Like, we're just not very kind to ourselves, you know? <laughs> like, I know I am my, I know I am my own worst enemy. Like, I'll maybe have an outfit on, I'll be like, oh my God, you look terrible in the outfit. Like, go change, you look terrible. Uh, or, you know, our mind really plays tricks on us, right? And we have to learn to be just our own best friend because you wouldn't treat your best friend like that, right? And if you want, you know, positive changes in your life, it really has to start with yourselves. But yeah, there's, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who really don't see the worth in themselves. And I think it's time to realize they are worthy, right? That's why when I have moments of self-doubt or when I'm feeling low, Mm. sad, or, you know, just like really depressed... (laughs) helps me get through the day because sometimes it just takes getting through the day to help you like build that confidence mm. oh liking that liking that like like yeah building that self-confidence getting you through the day like yeah so answer me this like when you started doing podcasting like what was the sort of thing where you were like what was the sort of moment where you were like yeah, I'm in love with this. I want to like do this forever. Do you remember that sort um, of? 
moment? I think it was going. I think it was going to a podcast event uh, four years back. The one of the keynote speakers was uh, Kevin Smith. He, he's a pretty popular actor in in the, in the U.S. And you know, he, he was talking about podcasting and how that's why I said it's the best form of self-expression because it actually came from him. And you know, he was talking about. He wasn't even talking about the money part. He was just talking about his love for podcasting and how it really can create positive changes in the world. Because one of his best friends um, who would act with him in these movies called, I think, Jane Silent Bob. Um, so his, his friend, yeah. So his friend actually created a podcast where he talked about his addictions to drugs mm -hmm. and how, what he went through, his feelings and he was actually really scared to talk about it because people might judge him, but really people appreciated him for sharing those things because there's a lot of people out there who are going through similar situations and they want to learn how to get out of it, how to get, get out of that rabbit hole. Right. And especially when it comes to drug addiction, it's not easy, but just hearing someone talking about it, you know, whether they relapse or whether they feel like they're not good enough or where they feel like their life is over. People want to know they're not the only ones going through that and that there is hope and there is, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think that's the moment where I realized I understand why this, this platform is so powerful. And, you know, when I first started podcasting, it was really hard to find other Asian podcasters. There was probably like five that I could think of at that time. <laughs> so but now, obviously, it's gone like there's more and more, which is great. I think I want people, like, I'm just sharing this because I guess some people, when they see no one else is doing it, they think there's no market for it. But that actually gives you the chance to open up something new. Yeah, I like that. There was only five of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really hard to find them. <laughs> I was like, when, like, when you found it, it was like, you're a podcaster too, yes. You, you grab it. Yeah, it's like you're Asian and you podcast? <laughs> Love it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're my unicorn. You're my unicorn. <laughs> I was like, yeah. No, but, but <laughs> like this is the thing. I going to that going to a podcast. Well, one of the things we don't really sort of do here in the UK that much is sort of like conferences and seminars where you go along and talk about sort of podcasts and stuff like this. Um, I think um, VidCon is the sort of like the thing which comes over here. And then when it's then it's sort of like more sort of entrepreneur things, but when it's sort yeah. of it's sort of like this is podcasting, this is what it's focused on. I don't think there is that many. I might be completely wrong, but I've never really seen that done over here. Um, but to sort of go along to that, to get inspired by like the great Kevin Smith, the director of More Rats, yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> and Silent Bob, uh, yeah. Um, dogma, look, come on, <laughs> it's like all good, all good. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. So, yeah, so with this, like, you've been podcasting, done the public speaking, and with regards to your like your writing, is it writing books? Is it writing a blog? How, what is that about? Yeah, well, I like writing is very broad, right? Yeah, you know, it's like writing books, writing blog posts writing for other people, um, yeah. getting paid, getting paid to write, <laughs> you know, the, let me, the, the possibilities are endless. Right. And it just, it's just going out there and just putting yourself out there and learning to just letting, learning to let go of the outcome. Cause 
that's, I think that's another reason why people stress out, right? Because we're so afraid of getting no's. We're so afraid if we get rejected. We're so afraid if the result that we want is not the result that we want. We have to be okay with it. We have to be like, you know what? Just put yourself out there and whatever happens, happens. At least you went for it. At least you do have an answer versus asking yourself, what if, right? I mean, like when I decided to like just test myself, like I'm going to see if I can get paid to write. And like, it's not like it was like a million dollars. It was like less than a hundred dollars. But the fact that I got paid to write about something is just proof that I can go out there and do it. Right. So it's like, you know, I decided to email like 20 writing publications or whatever it is. Right. I probably got like two answers and then one yes. So um, you have to be okay with that because that happens. <laughs> uh, the long road of rejection. Yes. I, I've, I've, how can I say, I am a traveler along that road as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to learn to embrace it or else you're, you're never going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, very true. Very true. <laughs> so with this, like you're about to go on a month break. What is like, what has been the sort of strategy? Well, let, before I go there, like over the sort of, COVID lockdown world, what has been your sort of strategy sort of keeping you sane, keeping you going? Uh, to keep me going? Um, yeah. Well, the first half of the lockdown or the beginning stages of the lockdown, I really did have a negative like outlook on life because it's like everything was locked down. Yeah. You know, lots of people were losing jobs. And for me, it was like, okay, well, it's the end of the world, whatever. I'm just going to like binge watch on Netflix and eat junk. And like, I was just on this period where I was just watching nothing but Korean dramas. <laughs> and, you know, at some point I had to like look in the mirror and be like, okay, like, you know, fit wise, like health wise, you're not in shape because you've been munching on junk food for like the past three months. You can't be doing this thing for the next six months. Like sometimes there's just like that boiling point where you realize like enough is enough and you have to like just go out there and do it regardless. Um, and at the, that happens at any moment, right? Like you just don't know, right? And every person's different. But yeah, other than that, I decided to take things like slowly, you know, start with fitness, start with my mindset, little by little, right? Um, just channeling out some of the things that I was dealing with and just learning to just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, um, because that's all we have, right? And we just have to learn to take things slow, like slowly, which is okay. You don't have to like make big, fast changes. Things can, you know, you can, you can just take it slowly, right? Because it's these like small daily actionable steps that really yield the overnight success or the great results. Mm. Um, so that's why it's really important to just, you know, take it slow and be okay with it right now is a great time to maybe start something new right now is a time to maybe elevate your message right what what are you going to do to elevate that message so for me it was like in order for me to be seen or for um, Asian women to be seen I have to get out there and show my faces whether it's to get on more podcasts get on more media I'll mm -hmm. do whatever it takes right um, you know like whatever happens happens right of course I'm not always going to get a yes I'm going to get rejected I'll, I'll get ghosted no one will know who I am but 
you know, I'll do whatever I can to put myself out there so that there is some form of representation and more women can feel better about themselves and feel at ease to show their faces out into the world because it's really needed. Like for me, representation is huge. So not everyone's going to understand it because there's going to be some people who are going to be like, well, why can't you relate to a white woman? I'm like, because I'm not white. I'm Chinese, if you notice. And what they go through is not something I go through, right? That's mm. why like you need to have someone that kind of looks like you have same similarities as you and culture, you know, the culture and family values so that you can understand that like, yeah, like you can understand what they're going through and find a solution to how you can help them build themselves up to live the life that they want. So, yeah. <laughs> Hope that answers your question. <laughs> it, it gives me an idea. It gives me an idea. So do you have a set strategy for 2021? 20, <laughs> uh, the reason. No, I don't. I'm taking it one day at a time. <laughs> 2021, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to still get over 2020. You're talking about 2021. I thought we were restarting 2020. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, at this moment, I, I, I think I'm going to just stick with 2019. Like, just time I don't want to know. Is that going? Yeah, between like yeah, uh, pandemic, uh, murder hornets, and yeah, civil unrest, and yeah, whatever else is coming. Like the government's confirmed there's aliens out there. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Maybe a mind like sort of like ritual saying yeah, the world's going to end at this point. I don't know, but <laughs> nevertheless, okay. If like. <clears throat> Tapping into my cosmic power, if there was one thing, one sort of wish I could fulfill for you at this present time over the next, say, six months, what would that be? Hmm. I guess, you know, so just supporting the women who desire that representation because it's really needed, you know, hmm. um, maybe highlighting more amazing Asian women out there who have done amazing things because. You know, we just, at, at this point, we just need to be seen. <laughs> you know, we need that visibility. And, you know, media is a great way to be visible because no one's going to know if they don't see you on media or if they don't see you on a podcast or on a magazine or on TV or whatever, whatever mediums we have, like, we have to utilize it. And, you know, it does start with, it has to start with us, right? We have to say yes to ourselves to go out there and be seen, to go out there and do the things that we want to do. But, yeah, I guess showing more support mm. basically it. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever consider doing, say, a, like an Asian lady version of The View on, say, YouTube? Get, like, a bunch of girls together and just, like, do that? Yeah, I would, I would be open to doing that. But it's not in my cards yet. <laughs> I'm not, not because I'm not ready. It's just, like, I haven't re really even thought of that, to be honest. <laughs> Like, this is the thing. Like, the reason why I say this, it'll be a case of, it'll be, like, getting a group of, well, not so much like-minded ladies, but again, like, so you've got a good panel where you can express their opinion, be visible, and uh, being able to ha like build a community around that where they can be like, okay, yeah, we've been talking about this. It just gives more people an opportunity to talk. And, yeah, just do it maybe maybe across the generations i don't know but like you know what i mean this will be all stuff for you to work out and like you know what i mean just get the conversation 
flowing a little bit more because look, I love what you're doing with the podcast and like, you know what I mean? You're like, you're out there slaying it. I have like 800 people and rising, slaying it. I'm just like, just give it, um, giving you a sort of like another avenue to just get people's attention to basically engage and have these conversations. Uh, so like you can basically help enrich many a person's life. You never know, like give them the opportunity to go, yeah, you know what? I was going to do this, but this is the way I see my life going now. Find new avenues, help them to pivot and new opportunities. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah, that would be that's something to think about. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> hey, like I'm here all week. I'm just giving out ideas, giving out ideas <laughs> when I can. <laughs> but yeah, um, like, mm, mm. so you mentioned create like watching lots of Korean dramas. What would be a good drama for me to watch, say, as like, hopefully over the next few weeks? Sorry. You mentioned Korean dramas. You like been watching a lot of TV with Korean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my uh, moments of like mo- my low moments of the yeah. lockdown. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but yeah, Netflix has. I love, I love them. Like they have great stories, acting, shows. Um. I mean, some shows, I mean, I mean, I like the love story. I don't know. I mean, the one show that I really love and that really got me hooked on it was. Uh, oh, you're breaking up on me. Made me realize like, oh my God, these things are addictive. Oh, sorry. Um, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Uh, you. So the one show I would recommend. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, the one show that I would recommend watching, especially if you're a first timer, would be Crash Landing on You. And if you have a Netflix account, it's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, Crash Landing on You. Perfect, perfect. Okay, can you tell the lovely people out there how they can get hold of you? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I'm like the easiest person to find on the internet. If you uh, type my name, Sheena Yapchan, I'm like the only Sheena Yapchan in on Google. So that's a good thing. Um, you can check out my podcast, the Tao of self-confidence uh, on Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, And you can also check out my website, the Tao of self-confidence.com. I have past episodes, tools and resources to help you with, you know, building confidence, or even if you want to know how to start podcasting, things like that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Outstanding. Okay, what I'll do, I'll put all of that information in the show notes, in the description. And yeah, we're going to get more people to find out who you are. And yeah, make it happen. Excellent. I'd like to say, Sheena, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on today. You have been outstanding. Great fun. Liking it. And yeah, I hopefully will be working with you again in the future. And I'd like to say, ah, I'd like to say thank you to my friends, my life warriors out there. Uh, I'd like to say, stay safe, stay well, be awesome, be excellent, be all the positive bees you can be in this world, and then some. <sighs> Have a great day. Peace. Bye. <laughs> and we are.